Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. It's Cal here. I'm excited that you're listening. I'm excited that you're tuning in. If this is your first time, welcome. Today we're going to talk about the principle of being kind. We're going to talk about kindness, which is really what we do on this podcast. I have noticed in my own life that if I'm not careful, I can find myself on cruise control. If I'm not putting principles and values that really mean something to me at the forefront of my mind, then I often don't do those things. And our minds are powerful. What we think about ultimately is what we act on. When we think about things, we act on them. And it really, when we think about the end of our life and what it's going to be, it's really going to be the sum of the actions that we take. So on this podcast, I hope to offer you bite-sized segments of encouragement and inspiration focused on principles, focused on values, so that you can put those things at the forefront of your mind and you can ultimately reach your potential each day And when you reach your potential each day, this is the beautiful part of it, you have the ability to impact and influence the people that are in your sphere, the people that you you see on a daily basis. When you're at your best, you can impact them in a powerful way. And it's incredible how that ripple effect can be, regardless of how big your sphere of influence is. Maybe your sphere is one person or two people or a group. But when you focus on these principles, you're at your best, you're reaching your potential, and then you're impacting the people around you. Now, I am incredibly excited about the idea of, of, of kindness. Today, we're going to talk about being kind and the power of kindness. Now, I've been thinking about kindness this entire week. I've been, I've been, it's been on the forefront of my mind. I've been watching how kindness impacts the people around me. I've been thinking about the ways in which I try to show kindness to other people. And I've also been, been reflecting on ways in which people have shown me kindness and how that's impacted my life and how it's changed the way I view myself, how it's pulled me out of those difficult moments. Mark Twain said that kindness is a language which the deaf can hear and the blind can see, which which really captures that kindness is something that connects all of us at this basic human level. It strips away our titles. It strips away the things that we often go to to feel power, to feel prestige, whatever it may be. But we can all relate to that feeling of, of someone being kind to you, someone being generous to you. And when we show kindness, no matter how big it may be, there's something about it deposits something in our soul. There's something in us that just said, I was made to do that, that there's some greater purpose in doing this. When we're kind and when we receive kindness, there's just something about it that we know is special. And then kindness can be small. It can be big. It can be just a kind word to someone else. It can be a smile to someone that you see where you look them in the eye and you just connect with them on a human level. It can be something as simple as opening the door for someone or helping someone carry a heavy load when you know that they're going through something. Uh, It can be giving someone an honest compliment. It can be sending someone a text message or an email, thanking them for for something they did or telling them how great they are, how special they are to you. It can be refusing to, to engage in gossip about people. It can be giving of yourself and your resources. When I, as I've reflected on kindness this week, I think about uh, something that happened to my wife and I about three and a half years ago. So we're a military family. I'm an active duty army officer. And one of the one of the most difficult things that I've found about being in the military, I love serving. I love the opportunity to be part of something bigger than myself. But it comes with its challenges. And one of the most difficult parts about being in the military is every two to three years, typically, we have to kind of uproot our community. We have to pick up 
all of our stuff. We have to pack up our house and we have to move somewhere else. And we have to find a way to make a life in a community and new friends in a new place. And so three and a half years ago, my wife and I and our one and a half year old moved from the Southeast. We were living in North Carolina and then Virginia. And we moved to this this town in, in, in Texas called Georgetown, Texas. It's about 25 minutes or miles outside of Austin, Texas. It's a beautiful town. It's got this really neat old town and it's, it's obviously easy access to Austin. So it's a really fun place to live. And we were excited to move here but there's still that difficulty of being new in a location. So we, we, I remember arriving about, it was February of 2016. We kind of arrived, we got all the, all the boxes have been delivered to our house. And we're, of course our house isn't set up. And I just remember feeling this deep sense of, of just kind of sadness because I didn't feel like I belonged. You know, I, I, I had just moved from a place that we had, we had a connected group of people. We were, we were engaged with the community. We had a lot of friends and here we are in a new place that's unfamiliar I don't know anyone. I don't. I don't have any connections, and so I just remember feeling that we were in a place where where we were we were struggling. It was tough, and one of the things my wife and I have always found in, in a community as we're as we're getting you know integrated into a community is the place that we often find encouragement is through church. And so Sunday rolled around. I remember this vividly. We we said to ourselves, "Hey, let's go see if we can find a church. Maybe that's a way we can connect. Maybe we can make some friends." And so we, we embarked Sunday morning, everyone, we loaded our daughter up in the car. I remember driving out of our community. We took a left. We went down this main road, Highway 29 in Georgetown, Texas. And there was a church on the left that, that just looked like, hey, maybe we should try that out. It was called First Baptist Georgetown. My wife had been to Baptist churches in the past. I had never been to a Baptist church, but we were like, hey, this, this, this seems like a good place to try. Let's go check it out. And so I remember we, we went into went into the church and the individual who was who, one of the people that works for the church kind of ushered our daughter into the, the children's area. And then my wife and I made our way to, to try out one of the Sunday school classes. And the person at the church helped us get into a young married Sunday school class where, you know, people had small kids. And so I remember we were we were a little bit late, which you know people in the group would now tell you it was pretty pretty normal for us. But we snuck in about five minutes after they had started, and everyone, all the eyeballs, kind of looked at us. And here we are, the new people. And we introduced ourselves. And and as we were sitting through that Sunday school class, I remember just having this feeling that man, these people all know each other. These people have known each other forever. Their kids know each other. And they've just got a lot of history. And I remember just that feeling was amplified even more that I just, I don't belong here. I don't know anyone. I'm an outsider. And, and that feeling of loneliness, that feeling of difficulty, I remember coming over me during that class. I hoped that maybe over time we could connect, but it was a difficult time for us just in general. But I remember at the end of that Sunday school class, as everyone, as the class ended, as everyone kind of went their separate ways, there was one couple that just deliberately came over to us at the end of that class to talk to us. The The guy's name was Clayton and the girl's name was Megan, Clayton and Megan Carnley. And they came up to us and they immediately started asking us questions about ourselves and trying to get to know us. And it was clear that they they were being very deliberate about this. They could have easily talked to all the people that they already knew, all the friends that they already had. They were clearly part of this group. They had a, had a lot of history with these people but they chose to step outside of that group and try to welcome the new people. 
And it was it was so kind of them to do that. And I immediately started to feel like, wow, these maybe we can make some friends. Maybe we can belong. Maybe we can be a part of this group. And then Clayton and Megan took it even further. Their kindness just continued and they invited us to lunch. They wanted to connect with us after church. And so Clayton invited his parents and they all their kids came along. And then we went to this Mexican restaurant in in Georgetown, Texas, which was Tex-Mex, which my, was probably my first introduction to te- introduction to Tex-Mex. I still don't know that I fully understand what makes Tex-Mex. So if any of you are there listening to this can help me understand that, please please share with me a true definition of Tex-Mex. I like it; it's good. I just don't know that I quite understand the difference between that and normal Mexican food. But anyway, so. Um, we were so we went to lunch and and the conversation continued. They continued to try to get to know us, and then they took it even further. They paid for our meal, and so here is this. Here are these people that we we had never met before. We were in this difficult place. We wanted to somehow connect with people in the community, and over the course of about an hour, through through being generous with their time, through being generous with their energy. Through being generous with their their finances and their resources, these people had connected with us. They had invited us to lunch. They had eaten lunch with us and taken the time to get to know us. And then they paid for our meal. And all of a sudden, Cal in February of sixteen, who is kind of sad about living in this new place and having to make new friends, all of a sudden feels like he belongs. And that was just it was incredible. And it demonstrates the power of kindness, the power of an act of kindness. And Clayton and Megan, they never knew, I I've still have never told them just how impactful that was. And the thing about kindness, guys, is that kindness is never wasted. It blesses the person that receives it and it blesses the person that gives it. Now, the dictionary defines kindness as the quality of being friendly, generous, and considerate. And as I've reflected on kindness over the past week and, and looked at what I think are acts of kindness and how it impacts people. And as I've read and, and done some research on, on kindness, to me, at its essence, kindness is all about generosity. Kindness is about being generous with your resources, with your finances, being generous with your time and your energy. It's being generous with your praise of people and your compliments. All of those things lead to kindness. So if you want to be kind, be generous. Now, if at this point you've, you've fallen asleep or you're, you're not paying attention, I just want to tell you just one thing. If, there, if you can take away one thing from this podcast, it would be this. Many of us want to change the world. Many of us want to make the world a better place. When you show kindness, you can literally change the way someone views themselves. You can change the course of someone's day, and you can literally change their life for the better through kindness. I just recently watched a TED Talk all about kindness, and it talks about how kindness is our superpower. Kindness literally has the ability to pull someone out of a dark place, to change the course of how they view themselves, how they view the world. It can change them in that moment, and it can literally change their life. Think about Megan and Clayton in that moment, in that story that I just shared with you. They had no idea the impact that they were having in that moment just by simply reaching out and taking the time to talk to us, to invite us to lunch. But over the course of the last three and a half years, we have been engaged in that Sunday school group because of Megan and Clayton bringing us in. That has literally changed 
our entire life in the last three and a half years. We made incredible friends from that from that group. We have spent hours and hours and hours of time. Those people have impacted us in significant ways, and I hope in some way we've impacted them. And it's all because of one couple who chose to be deliberate and being kind when they didn't have to. And that is the power of kindness. Now, as I've reflected on kindness this past week, I want to offer you just a few practical thoughts, a little bit of application to take into your life. Point number one is that when you focus on kindness, you're going to be more kind. When you when you are intentional, when you reflect and you think about the power of kindness and you have that on the forefront of your mind, which we talked about earlier in this podcast, you're going to be more kind. I thought about kindness all the time this week and I found myself just being just being more kind to people. I was I was complimentary, I was encouraging, and it was awesome. So think about kindness and it's going to result in you being more kind. I already talked about this, but another point is that if you want to be kind, be generous. So as I was thinking about kindness this week, I was also clearing uh, the the army base that I currently work at here in Texas. And so one of the, it's it's a it's a rough process to clear an army base. You have to you get this little packet of paper and you have to go to all these different locations like the dental office, the finance office, the education center, places that you've never actually been to. And you have to get a stamp saying, hey, this person's good to clear the army installation. If you want to be cynical about something in the army, it's easy to be cynical about that. But as I was thinking about kindness, I was amazed that I I found myself being more kind. And so I went to the dental office and I remember saying, hey, I'm going to go and I'm going to be kind to this lady. This lady was someone who was stamping everyone's packet. And I just went up and I said, hey, how are you doing? And it was amazing. You just It's almost like she lit up. Like no one had asked her that whole day, how are you doing? She was shocked. And then I went to the finance office and I did the same thing. And, and that person, it was like they lit up when I said, hey, how are you doing? How's your day going? It was like no one was asking them how their day was going. And it's that moment of kindness. I could just see the immediate impact on their life and on their spirit in that moment. And that's the power of kindness. Also, one of the things that my wife and I love to do is, especially probably because we've both been waiters or waitresses before and we've been in the service industry, is whenever we go out to eat, we love to be extra kind to our waiters and our waitresses. The same thing happens when we do that. They'll come to our table, they'll start to take our order, and we'll say, hey, how are you doing today? And people, it's almost like they've, they've just never heard anyone ask them that. And it's incredible how they react and how you can just see their spirit be uplifted. Oftentimes, they're having a rough day because being a waiter or waitress is tough. But, it, but that little act of kindness, just asking someone about their life, asking them how they're doing, complimenting them. And we often try to say, hey, you're doing a great job. Keep it up, man. You're really a great, a great waiter. Or, hey, you're, you're really a great waitress. And that really impacts them in that moment. Another important way, I think, when it comes to kindness, just a practical example, is to look for people that probably feel invisible. Maybe it's your janitor. Maybe it's someone who works behind the scene, the garbage man, someone who who is just doesn't get a lot, a lot of recognition. I try to do that in my job. I have a, there's a, there are janitors. There's three or four janitors that work in our building, and I and I'm so appreciative of what they do because of them. We have clean bathrooms. And my office is clean. Our trash is always taken out. So I always try to take the time to talk to them, to engage them, to really show them kindness on a human level. And it's amazing to see them light up. It's amazing to see how not only do I get something out of that, but I see them light up from that. Also, another way is if you're in some kind of a leadership position, 
it's amazing how when we are kind, especially to our subordinates, the people under us, and man, it lights them up too because they know that, that, that you're the boss, so you don't necessarily have to be kind to them. Maybe you don't have anything really to gain from them, but it's incredible when we show them kindness, just how that elevates us and how it makes them feel like they're a part of the team. It makes them feel like they're a valued member of something bigger than them. It highlights for them that you care about them on a human level, even though you may not be able to gain anything from them, even though they're not your boss, they're not your raider, they're not someone who's going to be able to give you recognition. But when you're kind to people that you don't have anything to gain from, it highlights for them how much they mean to you on a human level. Another point that I'll just highlight is that genuine kindness, it expects nothing in return. And I think this is what really affects us at such a deep level about kindness. Just a minute ago, I was I was talking to one of my friends today about a book that, that they love and I really want to read. And he just, and this guy's name is Josh. He just literally sent me the free Audible book over my email. I mean, just, just like that. Just He just sent it to me. And it impacted me. I was like, wow, like, what do I owe you? I, I feel like I owe you something for doing something so nice. And he was like, nah, man, you don't owe me anything. And it's just that genuine kindness where he expects nothing in return. We're just not used to that in society. And the next thing is find joy in sowing seeds of kindness. Don't necessarily focus on the fruit that you expect to see. Judge the success that you have each day by the amount of seeds you sow and the amount of seeds that you plant, not the fruit that you see. Because you never know what someone's going through and you never know how your kindness is going to impact them. But I encourage you, Focus on the sowing those seeds of kindness. And the next thing is that kindness ripples. It does. So one of the things I'm excited to do, unfortunately, we're about to move again. I'm still in the military, so we're about to depart to go to another location. But you know what I'm excited to do? This weekend, I get the opportunity to take Megan and Clayton out to the, the nicest steak dinner that we can afford because that's how kindness impacts people. Megan and Clayton have no idea until maybe they listen to this podcast how much they impacted us. But I can't wait to, to, to just pass that on. They paid it for it and I can't wait to pay it back to them. And we will continue to do that because we we, we're so appreciative of them bringing us in when we, when we needed it most. Guys, I just want you to imagine. Imagine if we all were to really be intentional about being more kind, not just in our in our workplaces, but in our families. If we were to be more kind with the people that we see in our communities. You know, as I was doing research on kindness, I came across an article in a study that was done that kindness has been found by researchers to be the most important predictor of satisfaction and stability in marriage. Isn't that incredible? They studied these couples who were, they called the masters and the disasters. And the people that, that had those kind relationships, those, those couples that, that treated each other with, with tenderness and gentleness, those people had the highest rate of success. And for many of you that, that are married or been in a long-term relationship, that's probably not surprising. It's not surprising to me. When I look at the couples that I want to be like, the couples that I want to emulate their relationship, I always notice just how kind they are to each other. And they also pointed out in this study that those that are masters in their relationship, not the disasters, but masters, they viewed kindness as a muscle, not a fixed trait. They thought about kindness as something that, that you can grow stronger in. Sometimes you and I, I'm sure we've experienced it, kindness is not always something that's easy to do, especially in difficult situations, especially when, when you're heated, when you're arguing. When, but, but these couples, what they did is they, they believed the best in their, in their significant other. They were looking for ways to show kindness as opposed to looking for ways to find fault. And they believed the best 
in their significant other. Kindness is something so powerful. And imagine if you and I, in our, in our marriages, in our, in our relationships, in our communities, started to be deliberate about kindness. It could literally change those relationships and, tra- and change our world and, and our sphere of influence. So I want to challenge you this week. I want to challenge you today to do a couple practical things. Number one, how many times have you thought something nice about someone, but you just haven't shared it with them? Oftentimes, this is, these are the people we work with. These are the people we spend some of the most time with. These are the people that are closest to us. We'll, we'll find ourselves complimenting them to someone else, maybe behind their back. But, but, but it's about things that we've never even told the person. I was having a conversation this week with one of my good buddies from high school. I hadn't talked to him in, in several years, but we had the chance to catch up over the phone, and it was, it was so special. And I remember at the end of that conversation, because I was thinking about kindness, I told him some things that I have often thought of him, but I just haven't shared them with him. I told him, I said, hey man, you are such an inspiration to me. You are such a great leader. You are such a a wonderful example in your community. I'm so proud of where you are. I'm so proud of the leader and the successful businessman you've become. And I just shared all these, all these thoughts. I don't know how it impacted him, but it made me feel good because I feel like I'm, I'm telling you great things about you that I've thought, but I've never told you. And you know what? Maybe it's your mom. Maybe it's your spouse. Tell them the things that you love about them. That's practical challenge number one. Tell those people the wonderful things that you think about them. Tell them you love them. Tell them you appreciate them. Tell them they mean the world to you. Because you never know how much time you have with those people. Don't let the time run out before you're able to tell those people how wonderful they are to you, how much they mean to you. And then number two, think of someone who maybe feels invisible. Think of someone who maybe feels unimportant. Maybe it's the janitor. The, maybe it's your IT person who works you know, behind the scenes. Maybe it's someone that works for you. Um, maybe it's someone in your church. Maybe it's someone in your community. Maybe it's the, the trash man, whoever it may be. Think of someone who maybe feels invisible, someone who maybe feels unimportant, and make them feel important. Show them in a genuine way how important they are to you, how much you appreciate them. Be kind to them. Go out of your way to do that and watch how that impacts them. And believe that as you sow those seeds, that there's going to be that ripple effect in their life. Let's all, you and me, let's commit to being kind. Let's commit to, to giving of ourselves, to telling people how much they mean to us, to being generous with our finances, being generous with our, our time, our energy, all of those things so that we can make that powerful, powerful impact. We can change the course of someone's day. We can change the course of their life. We can change the way they view themselves. We can pull them out of maybe a, a difficult and dark place. It's a superpower that you and I have, and let's use it this week. Let's use it today. If you like this, if, you're, if you've been encouraged by this, please share it with someone that you think might enjoy it, might benefit from it. Please check out the podcast on iTunes. Give us a rating. Write us a review if you like it. Tell people what you like about it. Give us a review on Facebook. And send me your feedback, guys. Please send me, send me your good feedback, your, your bad feedback, things that you'd like to see improve, th- things that you think that you have enjoyed about it that maybe you'd like to hear more of. Guys, go out. Make a difference this week. Be kind. Use that superpower. Life is short. Let's make it count.